Hello, this is Bill Lytell with some wisdom for your walk. Hopefully this will help you some. This will be short today, but it's so vital of an illustration that I've learned. It took me many years to finally put the connected dots on this. I have a, about five acres of land that I live on that God basically almost gave to me. It was so cheap years ago, scrubland out here in Florida inland. And my wife and I uh, enjoy planting trees. I've planted probably 100 trees on this place, bushes, flowers, in our time off, in our downtime. And we just enjoy plants. We enjoy the, the nature. We enjoy things around us. We had this, this tree called Cababulia. Cababulia, interesting name. It's a yellow flowering tree. It has beautiful, bright, gorgeous yellow flowers. They come out once a year and last for three weeks at the most. But they're very gorgeous, very uh, wonderful tree. And I thought I'd have a bunch of those. My brother next lives next to me, planted five or six of those. And we have wind here in Florida. We have hurricanes that come by on a regular basis. And we'd get these trees looking real good and fine and blooming, and wind would come by. <clears throat> you'd have a either a near-miss hurricane, or you'd have a real strong thunderstorm with 70-mile-an-hour winds. And these cababuyas would keep blowing over. They'd blow over every hurricane, whether it was a near-miss or whatever. It would blow over. And we'd stand them back up get some two-before's, put two-before's around them in various ways, try to, to tie them down. They would reroot, get strong. We'd take the stuff away, have another storm come by. Boom, it'd go down again. They'd fall down again. They're a very precarious tree. They don't have a lot of root strength. But where my cababuya was planted, I decided I would plant some other type plants around it some macho ferns, as they call them. So I planted a bunch of macho ferns around this cababuya tree, which kept falling down no matter what I did, and allowed those roots of the machos to intertwine with the roots of the cababuya. Now, we just had two major hurricanes, one five years ago, Ian, uh, we had Ian recently, which was a massive hurricane. Irma, about five years before that. At my house, I had a sustained wind of 143 mile an hour for at least a couple hours on uh, the first one, Irma, five years ago. And then we had this last one was probably 130 or 40 mile an hour also. The tree did not blow over. And my brother didn't do what I did. He left his trees and he tried getting them rerouted, and he got them rerouted, and those cababuyas blew over. All his cababuyas are gone now. He finally, they blew over so many times. The root system was destroyed. The tree was destroyed, and he has no cababuyas. And what was bringing up this podcast is uh, the cababuya now is blooming. It's springtime, and it blooms in the spring. And they are so gorgeous, and I took a picture of it today, and I told my wife, that cababuya has been through two major hurricanes and it's not blowing over. We've not assisted it in any way. It's not blowing over. Why? 
because the roots of those machos have been intertwined with the roots of the cababuya and it stood. Now here's the application. That's what the local church is. You can be saved without the local church. You, you can live a some sort of a Christian life without the local church. But every time the wind of adversity or trouble comes your way, you're going to get blown over. Why? Because you don't have the rooting and the grounding that you will get by making relationships with other born-again believers in a local church. In a local fundamental Bible-believing church, there's something quiet and unseen happens as you get rooted into that church. Their, their strengths and your, your strengths and their intertwine as those roots of the macho ferns and the cababuya intertwine. And though nobody's watching that, nobody's noticing that because it's unseen, yet those relationships that you develop in the local church when a, when, an, when a time of a wind comes in your life, a time of storm comes in your life, a time of adversity comes into your life, you'll stand. You'll stand. That's why it says in Hebrews, not to forsake yourselves assembling together. That's why God called uh, pastors for church, local churches and deacons for local churches. That's why he gave rules and qualifications for those offices. Uh, because he wanted the local church, he knew you need and I need support when we don't even know we need it. I can stand free, preacher. I'm good on my own. You look at that cababuya tree, it looks strong. It looks powerful. It's got great you know, features. But when the wind blows, it blows over. Because it needed something around its roots other than its own roots. And I believe that's you and me. I need the fellowship I have and the relationship I have with the people at Gospel Baptist Church. I need my deacons. I need my trustees. I need my friends and the members of Gospel Baptist Church that pray for me and intertwine with me and eat with me and fellowship with me and encourage me and strengthen me and, and sometimes criticize me when I need it and point out my flaws when I need it. And they inter that their lives, as it were, intertwines with my life and causes me to have strength in my foundation, in my rooting. And when the devil comes by and cancer comes by or children die or financial reversal comes by or some other, some other challenge comes by in my spiritual life, they've, they're rooted with me and I can stand by the grace of God. It says in Ephesians, stand having done all to stand. What does that mean? Have other things rooted around you. Have other people, relationships around you with the Lord Jesus Christ. And he uses the local church to help us stand. The story of the Cababuya tree. I hope you remember it. Wisdom for your walk.